This is Darren Kuhn with the Masculine Journey podcast, where we search the ancient paths to find ways that God brings light into a dark world and helps set men free from the struggles that we all face on a day-to-day basis. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. This is the Truth Network. You! Why, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. We'd be thirsty. Real thirsty. Why, we'd turn on each other like a bunch of animals. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Like the woman at the well I was seeking For things that could not satisfy And then I heard my Savior speaking Draw from my well that never shall run dry Fill my cup, Lord I lift it up, Lord Come and quench this thirsting of my soul Bread of heaven Feed me Thanksgiving is a thirsty Lord. holiday <laughs> Yes, that seems like an interesting title for a show, doesn't it, Jerry? But Thanksgiving is a thirsty holiday. And so you may have noticed, um, I hope you've had a chance to see it. I think it's hilarious. The movie Rango, right? That was Johnny Depp that you might have heard at the beginning talking about. And it's a genius of a movie, actually, Jerry, when you look at it. Because you may know that all great stories borrow, borrow their their power from the gospel and so you hear you you have this whole desert scene of these people that are dying of thirst and of course there's this rattlesnake <laughs> you can't imagine who that might be you know that's that that is the bad guy in the deal and you know it's all about getting water and so again you might have heard mariah carey there where she was thirsty and all of that's in stark contrast i think with hope montana's version of Fill my cup, Lord, right? That's pretty stark, you know, contrast. So, as always, today's Christian Car Guy show is brought to you by Hebrew Letter. Today's Hebrew Letter may not shock you. If you know Hebrew a little bit, it's the letter Mem. And that letter Mem is the first letter in the word water, and it's actually the last letter in the word water. And the word water in Hebrew is just a Mem and then a Yud and a Mem. So, it just means water. And there's a reason that Messiah, when you hear that, um, which is the word for Christ in Hebrew, right? That that, that starts with that mama sound, as does king. Start with that um, sound in Hebrew. So it's no surprise that that's what we're talking about. So like most holidays, Thanksgiving has biblical roots. Oh, I love puns, don't you? And and so when you think about roots, right, you immediately think about water, right? What are roots looking for? 
So the Feast of Ingathering in the Bible is Sukkah, or a lot of people think of it as a Feast of Tabernacles. And at that feast, right, the Jews were going to celebrate their harvest for that particular year, which happens earlier in in Israel than it does here. It happens actually in September usually. And, of course, that's when they celebrated that feast. Now, interestingly, it is that feast, that very feast in John chapter 7, where Jesus stands up on the very last day, which happens to be, and you're going to love this if you're a big fan of the 119th Psalm like I am, he stood up on the eighth day. The greatest day of the feast is the eighth day because it's the miracle day. And so he stands up, and that's when he says those famous words, right? He, right? In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Now, the reason he did that is because in the Feast of Sukkah, most people, if you study this, it's really cool to notice that on the eighth day, on the greatest day of the feast, is when they make a huge deal. These people stay up all night. It's their joy feast. This is the feast that they are loving life large, okay? And when you think of the word joy, it had everything to do with Sukkah. And they would, on the last day of the feast, they pour the water out on the altar. That's the libation offering, Okay. And, and and so this is the big moment, the big crescendo of all these eight days. And Jesus stands up and says, whoa, what you guys are looking for is me. And, and what the Jews believe is that they're thanking God for the water of last year's harvest, right? We would have no turkey if there was no water. We'd have no stuffing. <laughs> we would have no nothing if there was no Right. So we got to have the water. And so, you know, think about how cool that is that, that Jesus is sharing that he's the living water at this high moment. And of course, well, I don't know if you know, but I, I did want you to know that they believe that, you know, their celebration of this on the eighth day is what's going to bring water for the next, you know, season, which clearly, you know, it helps if you're thankful. And, and so, you know, when you think about this biblically, right? Why did the Jews walk around in a desert for 40 years in order to get thirsty, right? Right? And so one of my favorite old movies, and I've talked about this before, but it's just gotten in my soul and it never gets out, is there was this movie called Robinson Crusoe on Mars. <laughs> it was back in the 60s, and this guy gets stranded on Mars. You're wondering where I'm going with this. But anyway, when he gets on Mars, he's got to figure out how to survive, and he's got to make his own air, and he's got to find water, or he's going to die. And he, back then, they used to put monkeys in or- orbit with him, right? So he had a little spider monkey or whatever that was with him, and this monkey was finding water, and he could tell that the monkey was drinking, but he was dying of thirst because he was out of water. So he starts feeding this monkey all. He had all these. You remember all when we were kids, you know, they had all the tang and the different stuff that they would take up into space. Well, they had all these little paste things that he would push out, which were, you know, salted cracky crackers and salted this and salted that and he's feeding this monkey peanut butter and you name it to get this monkey thirsty so he can follow the monkey to the water and and as it turns out the monkey leads him to the water and that's you know part of how he survives uh, Robinson Crusoe on Mars (laughs) 
<laughs> and you might say, Robbie, that's yeah, crazy. Right. But I'm just telling you. Robbie, that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> the point is, is God did that to me most of my life, and I was not aware that he kept on pushing out the peanut butter and the paste in order to get me thirstier and thirstier and thirstier in order to be thirsty enough to think that, I've, you know, you've got to find some way to get this thing quenched, right? And, and blessed are you when you hunger and thirst for righteousness. Right? It's just, it's the way it works. So my story, or what I'm looking for from you today, is how did God make you thirsty? Maybe this Thanksgiving, but period. How did God make you thirsty? You know, and and this story, I don't know if I've ever even told this on the, on the air, but the one that came to my mind always seems crazy, again, like the rest of what I've been talking about today. Um, the very first time my wife had me go to a Sunday school, because we were, we were <laughs> new parents and struggling with each other and how to raise our children, which were at this point in time like two or three. And of course, we didn't discipline the same, and it led to a lot of difficulties. <laughs> and so my wife said, there's a Christian parenting class at the church, you know, this Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, would you like to go to this thing? Because it's being led by a pediatrician. And at the same time, coincidentally, God had me reading the Bible, and I had just begun to really even consider that there might be something other than the car business. And so we go to the Sunday school class, and as I'm going for two or three weeks, obviously we're learning something about Christian parenting, but what I'm noticing is that these people in this class, they have something I don't have. Number one, they're really nice to me, and they don't want to buy a car. <laughs> 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 really, Jerry, I'm serious. I remember thinking, why are these people being so nice to me? I mean, they don't know me. You know, what do they look, what's, what's, the, what's the motive here? Yeah, what angle are they coming at? What's, what's the... What is the deal? Why, are they, why do they act like they actually care about me? You know, that was really, really peculiar to me. And they don't know that they were making me thirstier. They were putting peanut butter on my cracker. And so that's our question today, and we would love for you to call in and share on our Thirsty Thanksgiving, 866-348-7884. How did, how did God put peanut butter on your cracker? <laughs> the big question sometimes is, do you even, do you even recognize that he's doing that? I'm, because, you know, I know for me, sometimes you're, you're trying to, quench that thirst but you keep going after worldly things oh, instead yeah, of you know yeah. believe me whole I different yeah 866 come on now we know he put some peanut butter in your cracker how'd it work out in your life 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH got so much more Christian Car Guys show coming up stay tuned you're listening to the Truth Network and truthnetwork.com and you! Why, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. Thirsty? Why, we'd turn on each other like a bunch of animals! You know, you know, you thirsty! You thirsty! Draw from my world that never surrender. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. 
Thanksgiving is a thirsty holiday. I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's salt in the in the gravy. There's salt <laughs> in the stuffing everywhere. You know, you just you just end up thirsty, right? Yeah. And and so that's what. Well, <laughs> but but it is good. <laughs> <laughs> And I hope you had a tremendous one. I, I, you know, I got to be with my family, and my daughter came from Alabama. That's in college, and my other granddaughter, my, you know, we sat around with the traditional, you know, and just had a wonderful, wonderful time. And you know, it's just it's as a result of really, you know, thinking how beautiful it is. That for me, I, I often wonder. I wonder if there's any way in the world, based on what I just talked about, that my wife and I would have stayed married. <laughs> <laughs> had I not come to Christ and gotten some water, because I'm sure she would tell you that she was married to a pretty thirsty dude. <laughs> but uh, and so now, you know, with kids and grandkids and all that, you know, you were able to to see, you know, as that water welled up into springs of living water for others, right? That it, it's a beautiful thing. So, how about your? When did you know? If you heard my first segment, when did God put peanut butter on your cracker in order to make you so thirsty that 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 you were looking for water at the right place right what did that look like 866-348-788-4866-34 truth so jerry you were telling me a story on the break actually that, that i find really like god shows up in some interesting ways and he did that and apparently in your Sunday school class yeah we had a it was it was on Wednesday night class and uh, Bay and Archie Ball and, and and Archie was a deacon at Pinedale Christian Church and but he had cancer terminal brain cancer and on Wednesday nights Archie and Faye were always there. Well, it got where Faye was coming by herself, but then one Wednesday night she said, "I'm just praying somebody will kind of give me some help because." Archie's the point where I can't leave him alone. Somebody needs to really be with him all the time, and I really do need this class, and I knew she did. And I was, I mean, I've been a Christian for a lot of years, but service and sitting with somebody, this was not in my comfort zone, let me just tell you. <laughs> but God just kept, man, he, he put a lot of peanut butter on that cracker because I'm sitting there, and I'm just thinking, she's talking to me. I, I don't know why I can't, I, don't, I have no clue but afterwards, it was in the hall, and I said, starting next Wednesday, I'll sit with Archie every Wednesday night, long as uh, long as on this side of heaven. And I did it for over a year, but God grew me during that time. I mean, he kept kept putting that peanut butter on that cracker, and, and I was able to see somebody who was never going through terrible time in his life with the, the cancer and stuff, but never was bitter, never ungrateful. And was always worried about doing God's work. I mean, to the last, at the very end, when he got the worst news that he only had a few more weeks to live, his concern was that Pinedale kept doing crisis control ministry stuff. That was because I said, Archie, what can I do? What can anybody do for you and stuff? And that was his request is that uh, we never give up at ministry because there's a lot of people out there who are hurting and need to be, be fed. And man, that's just... I don't know. God uses even those of us that aren't equipped. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, He does. I'm I'm sure I <laughs> was like, what? You're doing a radio show, Robbie Dillmore? Are you kidding me? 
I get it. So we have Mrs. Ward is in Greensboro, or Ms. Ward. I am so grateful for your call, Ms. Ward. Robbie, uh, here, how can share what you got for us today? Oh, okay. Um, I became thirsty. Um, can you guys hear me? We do. We hear you great. Okay. Um, I was in my early years of um, before I knew Christ, um, and, and then that's when it happened when he gave me the thirst, and um, he, I accepted him in my life. Um, I was studying with um, Seven Day Adventist, and I was in sin with a Jehovah Witness, and um, I was searching for God, this God I had heard about, and I was um, just coming from um, uh, being homeless in a shelter, and I had gotten my new apartment, um, which, which helped um, through the company that helped me through it. Um, the, shelter and um i was crying out for him like if you really are out there you know god um who is this great creator who made heaven and earth who created man in his own image if you really are out there you're gonna have to prove yourself to me you have to show me because i already know this dark way i don't know this light way um and then um i went to church for a very for, for, for the first time in a long time um, being grateful um that i had gotten an apartment um, starting my life out and um, but I had two young children at the time. So when I get to the church, I go into this. And the church was like an old optional school building where they had, had um, um, youth to come to school there. Um, so they made it out of a church. And um, I was drinking some water at the fountain. And, um, and this is why it was really funny. I was drinking water, and I was so thirsty. And I was drinking it, like, gulping it down um, before the service starts. And while I was doing that, I heard this, this voice that if you drink from me, you will never go thirsty. Mm. And I kind of like turned around and looked around. My, every bone <laughs> in my body started shaking. Every oh bone goodness. in my body was shaking. I was like, so I had like the ultimate experience there. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I was kind of scared to go in the building. I'm like, maybe this isn't a cult. You know, I don't know what, um, what a cult really means, but you know, I was just, like I said, coming out from the dark side. But literally, I was drinking that water, and I was gulping it down like I was so thirsty. And then he said, if you know, if you drink from, from, um, from me, you'll never go thirsty. And so that was the beginning, the first time I really heard God say something to me. And then I went into the church, and um, um, I gave my life to Christ, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah. He proved himself <laughs> to me. Um, and I told the, this is really weird about you, I told the, the people that I was studying with um, um, what I was doing, because I had been studying with them for like six months, and they wanted me to come to their church, but I, I just couldn't make that move to do it. And then God gave me the scripture to the elect lady and her children. If anyone else comes to you preaching and teaching any other gospel, other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, is of the Antichrist. So oh, that's wow. what I told them, and they were very, very upset and um, can you, Miss Ward? I, like I, I hate. I, I've got to go to a break, but you are so awesome. <laughs> I am so grateful for your call. I can't even tell you. I mean, it's just awesome. So, can you hang on for me for just a couple minutes while we go through this break? Because I want to talk yes. to you on the other yes. side. Thank you. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. And you, <gasps> why you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. Thirsty. Why we'd turn on each other like a bunch of animals! You know, you know, you Thursday! You Thursday! Draw from my world that never surrender. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. 
Thanksgiving is a thirsty holiday today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and I should tell you that that little, you know, when you picture that scene in 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 Rango, he says we'll turn on each other like a bunch of animals. Well, they all are animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a joke. So when, they, when he says that, they all look at each other like. <laughs> but really, when you think about the world, man, I mean, we do. We turn on each other like a bunch of animals because everybody's so thirsty. And, and I hope, I hope, hope, hope you listened to the last segment. We have Ms. Ward is in Greensboro, and she's like a modern-day woman at the well. Like she heard God from the water fountain in the church and— uh, Miss Ward, Jerry was really curious. How long ago was that episode that where you where you oh, had? Wow, that was um, in, that was in the late eighties. Wow, and you still have the joy. Jerry was saying it sounds like it just happened yesterday, based on the joy that's in I your. I know because it's so wonderful. I, I, I mean, I have so many different stories like that. When he when I cried out to him and I said, "Prove yourself to me." Um, there really is a great creator who made man in his own image. I didn't know all the things I was really doing. I was crying out from my heart, you know, from my soul. I needed something else. He really gave, he talked it to me. <laughs> he, <laughs> he blessed me in so many ways, um, and he's still blessing me. That I'm, I'm opening up like a, a peppermint leaf that constantly keeps peeling down, more <laughs> refreshing, um, refreshing is always happening. So I'm so grateful for what he did in my life, and you know, and I'm still, you know, coming into becoming more and more of this woman that was at the well for real. And then when he get when he showed me the story in there, I was I even felt even more honored because it let me know that I was serving um that I had came on board to a, a new living God. And I changed partners in that Jehovah Witness that I was um in sin with. I had to tell him, Hey, listen, I changed you know, I gave my life to Christ and we can no longer do this anymore. Well he was angry and that the other people at the church they were angry the one I was studying with. So and then I was afraid, and then I had to read the scripture because he told me um, to read that scripture to the elect lady and her children. Um, if anyone comes receiving you any other gospel other than the gospel of Jesus Christ, the fact that he died and rose again, you know, um, and he gave his life for us, that you know, um, it would be of the antichrist. So and I shared with them. I said, you guys didn't come to me like that, you know. And I know the sinful part of my friend and I that, he, that we definitely wasn't talking about that, you know, or Christ. So. Well, um, it's, was, it's it so interesting. He, yeah. Yes. It's so interesting he, that, that you go ahead. Go ahead. You're excited. Then, I like um, it. I, I'm so excited about it because I had to tell when I told him that he came back like months because he could not believe that we partied every weekend. Oh, my God. Partying every weekend, getting drunk and, I mean, you know, you know the simple things. But um, <laughs> then um, he asked me because um, I told him I, I was going with him lesser and lesser and lesser. And I kept saying, listen. I'm reading my word of God, and I was sharing. Then I, I invited him to um, take Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Didn't even know what I was really fully doing at the time. And he asked me one time, "How?" He said, "If someone sold they sold to the devil, how how do they get out of it?" And um, I really didn't. It was the Spirit of God talking to me to tell him. That. I said, "The only way I know is to give your life to Christ." You know. And then I had a spiritual battle later that night um, um, in proxy for this young man. I didn't know even what I was doing. It was like hell, fire in the back, and him standing there, like, um, just um, screaming out and stuff. So I had to be, um, I had to pray and intercede for him. And it was, it was my first 
experience of really, really praying for someone else other than, you know, my family and my children or something. So, so what that, happened? I hope that <laughs> well, um, I, I, when I saw the young man later on in life, um, he kind of was running from me. He was afraid. I don't know what all that meant. When I told you I was at the grocery store and I was in, and I tapped him on the back of the shoulder and um, he, he looked like he had saw a ghost or something. You know, and the lady said, is everything okay with you? And I said, I don't know. And he was up out of there. I meant like he was knocking things over and he was running away from me. Wow. Wow. What a story. And I, I, I find it, you know, there's a, there's a passage in Isaiah, which is actually speaking of the whole idea of water and, and, and of the Sukkah feast, where it's pulled out. But it says, therefore, with joy, ye shall draw water out of the wells of salvation. That's Isaiah 12, 3. Like, there's, there's so many passages in the Old Testament that are leading up to sharing that this, this, is, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal, really. And in your life, obviously, you know, it, it means everything. So I'm so grateful for your call today, Ms. Ward. Jerry, did you have a question? Or? I, just, you know, I feel like the streaming springs of water that's in the dry, that was in the dry desert for me, and I still see them running, the, the water running through the stream. And, um, and it's just I'm still waking up into different things in my life, you know, because it was hard for me to trust because of things I have been through. So I, God was um, I, I mean, if I could be on your show, I could probably be on your show each Saturday to tell you a different segment of what, <laughs> how he put the pieces, pieces of my life back together, because that's what I'm doing. It's like a puzzle, and the pieces are coming back together. He, and I'm, um, he's, he's doing that with, Miss Ward, he's doing that with all of us, really. Yes, absolutely. There isn't a person that's come to Christ that isn't putting it back together. Because, you know, they say that when your heart is broken, that it that it breaks off like shards of glass. So when when in Isaiah sixty one, where Jesus says, you know, or it's saying the Spirit of the Lord is on me to, you know, bind up the brokenhearted. Well, that broken is is like pieces of glass, and as He binds up our broken hearts, He's putting back that very jigsaw that you're talking about. And it's absolutely beautiful. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, you know, as you're sitting there and just hearing you and hearing the excitement in your voice, man, that's what that's what God wants us all to have. I mean, that joy that you had when you first realized what God was doing in your life and you committed your your, your life to follow Jesus Christ, you know, he doesn't want us to get bored with it in, in a few months, in a few years. He wants us to be excited about it. And that's what, that's, man, that's what I'm hearing loud and clear uh, with your testimony. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's also that, um, that broken glass you were talking about, um, at, you know, as months went on, he gave me that vision of a woman there. Um, I had a just cloth and I was wiping this blood up off the ground. Um, and I was trying to clean it up. Um, and I guess that was representing my life. And as I tried to clean it up, it kept, kept getting bloodier and bloodier and bloodier. Oh, wow. And I was down there on my knees, and then I looked up. I could never tell you how he looked, but I knew it was the Spirit of God. He said, um, "He said you can give that to me now because you've gone as far as you can go. And, um, and as I um, was lifting the cloth up, that was a segment of my life, giving my life to him. And I saw him, uh, um, the cloth... Um, a clean cloth just wiped out my whole hands from the blood of everything that was down there. And he said, you've gone as far as you can go. Let me take it from here. And that was um, so profound for me. And I, I still, <laughs> I wish I could get all oh, that's, that's, a, that's that we talked about. I, I, I <laughs> so went through something, actually. Glass, you know, I was like, 
Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Well, God bless you. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And yes, we will talk again. God bless. I appreciate you calling. Um, but I'm going to in prayer because I am um, needing and need of transportation. Um, some things oh, have gone to an accident. So um, I've gotten in contact with your company. Um, um, with Scott, yeah. I start with Mr. Scott and everything. So I just want you guys to know I'm still in need with that. I have to go back to work. And um, I have to go through physical therapy, and I'm still without transportation. So um, it's something you guys will pray for me, please, you know, and keep Well, let's pray. pray. Let's pray right now. Jesus, thank you for yes. Ms. Ford. I thank you so much for her testimony. And I, I pray even now somebody in the Winston-Salem-Greensboro area that might have a car that they, they don't know what to do with, that they might consider um, providing it. Lord, you know exactly where you're going to meet this need and how you're going to meet it. And and, and and we just pray that you would continue to bless uh, Miss Ward with a tremendous water that, that keeps bursting out into living into springs of living water. Uh, and I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Miss Ward. Thank you. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Boy, she's... She is really, I, you know, I, as she was talking about the blood, I, I, I remembered when Jesus gave me my innocence card. I mean, it was a similar kind of thing, like a vision, like this, Robbie, you can't do this, here you go. And, I, you know, and accepting that is not so easy um, because only the humility to say, I can't do this on my own, is, is she was explaining it well. Yeah, we... we the human side of us, human nature pulls us into that, that belief and that trap. And then it just tears us down where we need to just say, surrender and say, God, if I can't do it alone. There you go. Well, we got clay is in the triangle. We need you to call us at eight, six, six, three, four, eight, seven, eight, eight, four clay. Apparently we're going right to the break, but uh, we'll look forward to your call right afterwards, as well as, that person that's thinking right now, I could call. You can. 866-348-7884. When did God put peanut butter on your cracker and make you really thirsty? <laughs> You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. And you! <gasps> Why, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. Thirsty! Why, we'd turn on each other like a bunch of animals! Draw from my world that never Thirsty Thanksgiving today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So when did Jesus put peanut butter on your cracker? <laughs> and and you got so thirsty it was unbelievable. Well, you may not know this, but one of the biggest Thanksgiving miracles of all happened in 1623. And in 1623, the first Thanksgiving that everybody celebrates happened in 1621. But in 1623, there was a horrible drought. Maybe you've heard about this. That summer, and almost all the crops were dying. They were all wilting over and dying. And Governor Bradford called for a day of prayer and fasting. And so they all got out on their hands and knees and they prayed and they prayed and prayed. I forget the date, but it's it's in the history books. And that night, about five o'clock, a little bitty cloud showed up on the horizon. And they prayed some more. I'm from what I understand, about seven o'clock, the cloud got bigger, not unlike Elijah's cloud. 
and it began to rain. Not a big northeaster like would knock down the, but a very, very gentle rain, and it rained for two weeks. It really did. It's a true story. It rained for two weeks and literally saved the pilgrims. But even cooler than that, there was an Indian chief whose name starts with an H that I can't pronounce. He saw the shenanigans. <laughs> he, saw, he saw these pilgrims on their knees praying to this God, and he came over to, to Governor Bradford and said, man, I need to be friends with your God because I've never seen anything like what I saw happen. And so he literally gave his, his life to Christ, and there you have one of the first Indian converts in the history of the United States happen as a result of some really thirsty business, okay? <laughs> so we got Clay has been hanging on in uh, the Triangle for a long time. But, Clay, thank you for hanging for me. How are you today? Well, brother, I wouldn't say that I've been hanging on for a long time. I mean, you know, it's just a shortened period of moments that are provided for us. Well, first of all, let me jump on and say happy Thanksgiving to Brother Jerry and yourself. Thank um, you. you know, it was interesting because I was going to touch I was going to touch on that because um, I looked it up and, you know, Thursday was was when, you know, it was Thanksgiving, but 400 years ago was when the pilgrims came in and they had a harvest festival, which is where Thanksgiving comes in, comes in. Um, you know, I I, I, I I will tell people, you know, you talked about, I was thinking you were going to say peanut butter on, on the bread and cheese on a cracker. Um <laughs> But anyway, no matter how you slice it, um, it, it's it's when you do put some nourishment in your body, you know, you become thirsty. And I tell people that I enjoy and love getting digestively fed um, because, you know, all this week, this whole this whole week has been so such a blessing. I tell people to listen to Truth Radio because they're talking about giving thanks, Brother Stu. If you're out there, I'm, I'm hoping and praying you're listening to this. I give credit for his introduction to, you know, giving thanks because that's what we're supposed to do. You know, you you, you talked way earlier in the, before you got into what you were going to talk about today about Providence Baptist Church, and um, you know, I go there on the second Fridays for game night, and oh, really? I can only wonder who all showed up there um, that I know. But anyway. Um, think about this. I gave a message a little over two and a half years ago, and I was talking about peace, and I've shared this with you before, but the first seven letters of the word providence are provide, and, you know, it says in the book of James that when you lack wisdom, you know, that we ask God the Father for stuff like that. Well, he knows our needs because he provides for it. You know, people people get so concerned or you know, they get anxious. Even in the book of Philippians, it says be anxious for nothing. Um, I learned that study uh, about being anxious for nothing and not worrying. Um, even before I got into that, I heard on the Truth Radio, I was telling people not to worry. Let God the Father do it. He knows what you're going through. And then Truth Radio came along, and I, I've shared my story with you and other people about how I found Truth Radio. I am so thankful to the Lord. I give thanks to the Lord for that because I would not have gotten to meet you. I would not have gotten to meet Brother Steve, you know, Brother Stu, everybody else that's there because it's so important to be digestively fed God's word. And that's that's really heart feeding heart feeding to me 
Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Clay, I'm shocked. I'm personally shocked and in awe of the fact that you have not mentioned Thirsty Thursday. Because if anybody, <laughs> you always are telling me Thirsty Thursday, aren't you? Well, I, you know, I haven't, I have a nickname for each day. <laughs> I mean, and I, I'm thinking, I've told you this before. Well, you know, we got past that, but the third. Thursday, Thursday was about Thanksgiving, and the most important part was giving thanks for that. I mean, look, I, I, I don't want to... All right, all right, here's a quiz um, for you. Here's a quiz for you, even before Kingdom Pursuits. All right, we're going to try this okay. out on you. And maybe Jerry can do okay. it. Do you know the first mention of the word Thanksgiving in the Bible? There you go. Well, yeah. it's probably in the book of Genesis. You're correct. It is in the book of Genesis. Well... See, that's to me says a lot. I mean, I, I, I don't want to, you know. Ramble, well, let me let me give it to you. Do you know what it is, Jerry? It's really fun. I really love it. I've thought about it all week. It's so cool. I went and looked myself because I didn't know. <laughs> so, when Leah was giving birth birth to Judah, she named him Thanksgiving. The word Judah or Judah, huh. right, means to praise, to thanks, and so. Isn't it kind of cool that Jesus comes from that tribe? I mean, just of, of thanks, right? Don't you think that's cool, Clay? And Well, yes, sir, I do. And you know that's interesting because the last two surviving tribes of the 12 tribes were Judah and Benjamin. That's true. And, and there you go. And, so. you know, I've shared that because where I go donate, there's a guy who oversees the, the place where I go. Uh, his name is Ben. And I said, is your name short for Benjamin? And I said, you know, you're one of the the precious tribes of the 12 tribes so, that are in the Bible. So, so she, said, Leah I didn't was, know that, and I told him. Yeah, well, Leah was unloved from her perspective, right? And, and so when yeah. she had a son, she thanked God and said, thank you for this son. Now maybe my husband will love me, right? And she named him Judah, right? And, and, and so I bet a lot of us out there are feeling a little unloved <laughs> at times. And, and that has to be with thirsty too, right? And, and so, like, when, when we get an opportunity, Clay, to, to, to share that love like you do with so many people about the Truth Network, which I'm so grateful that you do that all the time because I know you do it. And, and Jerry, we, we got to share it because, you know, that's the deal is the living water bursts out of us. Yeah, you know, and, and Senator, this morning, what I like about Clay and, and the caller earlier is, is the excitement in their voice for what Jesus Christ has done and is doing in their lives. And I, I, man, that that's contagious. I mean, that people see that people gravitate to that. And that's what God has, you know, that that's pleasing to, to our Lord and savior. That is. Thank you. Well, Clay, as always got to run. Well, brother, I'll just share this really quick with y'all. Uh, the reason why you're hearing my voice is like it is because I got excited about the ball game last night that oh. State played you and seen, of course, state came back and won. So I was just getting, uh, you know, excited and, well, we and sharing it. joy. But, um, you know, I, I I wear hats. You know, I, I wear a gray. Uh, I, John I hate to cut hat. you off, Clay, but we got to go. But I love you, man. I appreciate you calling so much. God bless. Well, we got to. We always are running out of time, Jerry. I hate that. But we do want to certainly mention at the end of every show, you know, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. And, and obviously, or maybe not obviously, the more that you drink, 
The more living water you get, the more that what? You can share, right, Jerry? Absolutely. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. This is The Truth Network.